0: If you're a fashion student or the parent of a fashion student, then listen up. You're going to want to hear this. Hems and Brims is a virtual fashion mentorship program for Black teenagers ages 14 to 18 who are interested in a career in fashion. They connect students to fashion industry professionals and consist of one-on-one sessions and group sessions. Available groups include Basics of Sewing, Business of Fashion, Sustainable Fashion, Black Representation in Fashion, and Fashion Culture and Identity. So everything you need to know to navigate this crazy industry that we call fashion with a program fee of only $275 students will receive a welcome gift that includes a sewing machine and fabric register today at hemsandbrims.com that's wwwh dot and tell them black fashion history sent you now let's get into the show Welcome to Black Fashion History, the podcast that celebrates the contributions of Black people to the fashion industry. It's Black History, but make it fashion. And I'm your host, Taniqua Martin. Thanks for joining me another week to talk Black fashion history and shout out to Hems and Brims our sponsor for this week's episode and last week's episode. I hope you all listened to the information in the ad and didn't just skip through it. If you're interested in virtual fashion mentorship for yourself or for your students, make sure you check them out, hemsandbrems.com. Okay, let's get down to business. So, if you listened to the last episode, you know that I have been on a journey, so to speak, where I've been digging through Georgia's fashion history to find some people, some places, some things that I can share with you all to kind of paint a picture of the landscape of fashion and all of its contributors, its black contributors, as it relates to the state of Georgia and the city of Atlanta. Today we get to continue that journey because I found someone to share with you. As I said in last week's episode, not last week but our last episode I have no idea what this quote-unquote series is gonna look like you know it may go on for weeks or I may talk about something else next time and then come back to it it just all depends on what I find in my research so if you know of anything anybody that could be interesting to talk about on the podcast as it relates to black history in Georgia and specifically the city of Atlanta Make sure to send me a message in my inbox, Black Fashion History Podcast on Instagram or email us at info at blackfashionhistory.com so I can go look into it and have some more things to share on the podcast. But today we're going to be talking about designer and couturier and Spelmanite and Jewel Moore. Ann Moore was born September 20th, 1919 in Daytona Beach, Florida, and then at the age of three years old, she moved with her mother and her sister to Griffin, Georgia, after the death of her father. Growing up in Georgia is where her fashion interests and senses started to grow. When she was a child, she was greatly impressed by a friend of hers who could sew, and she wanted to learn to sew as well. In an interview with WABE, she said, speaking of her friend who could sew, Her parents decided to send her to a special school. In this school, one of the things she was taught was how to sew by hand and make doll clothes. I saw all of these gorgeous doll clothes she had made by hand, and I wanted to learn to sew like that. And that was my earliest inspiration to get into fashion. From then on, her grandmother taught her how to sew on an old school, well, it wasn't old school then, but it's old school now, Singer sewing machine with one of the, you know, like the foot pedals. Later on, her family moved to Atlanta, where she graduated valedictorian in 1938 from Booker T. Washington High School and went to Spelman College, earning a degree in economics and a minor in biology. After graduating from Spelman, she pursued formal design education at the Trafagan School of Fashion in New York and the New York Fashion Academy, which is also in New York. And she also went on to Paris to study at the École Guerre Lavigne. Not sure if I'm saying that right, but there she learned French haute couture techniques and learned things like draping and pretty much how to create garments in the way that European fashion design was going at that time. And of course, she was one of the first black women to study professional design in New York and in Paris. After her formal training, she went on to work at Litigan's Theatrical Costume House in New York to create costumes for Broadway plays, namely the Broadway hit Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. In 1948, Anne moved to Detroit where she launched her own fashion business. She opened Anne Moore Couturier in 1951 and it was right across the street from Motown. And many prominent socialites and women in the community would come to her for custom wares and outfits including daytime and evening wear. One of her most famous pieces was called the Ubiquitous Six and it was pretty much a six piece garment that allowed you to go from day to night with different matching components and was like a multi-part set. And if you check out blackfashionhistory.com, you'll see photos of the Ubiquitous Six garment. Her designs were also featured in many magazines, namely the 1953 edition of Vogue, as well as Women's Wear Daily, Jet Magazine, and the Atlanta Daily World. She was known for creating timeless and classic pieces that could take you throughout the day and also throughout your life. When speaking about her garments, she said, my philosophy was each individual has a fashion persona, and I'm trying to find out what that is and help you enhance that. You're going to come with some kind of fashion experience. Then I'm going to listen to this and study you and see how much of that I seem to agree with or see in you. Then if I can make some recommendations or some improvements here and there. So the basic wardrobe, it's not something that's going to have a time limit on it. In a time where it was difficult for women, black women especially, to get financing for their businesses or just open up businesses in general, Ann Moore created a fashion house that lasted over 20 years in Detroit. She also used her skills and her time to bring up young designers, mentor them and teach them, as well as lecture at colleges like Wayne State and Eastern Michigan Universities. On September 20th, 2022, Miss Ann Jewel Moore just celebrated her 103rd birthday here in Atlanta. And if you are located in Atlanta or the surrounding cities, there is actually a curated collection of her work on display at the Atlanta History Center right now in the Allen Atrium. So you can go through and see some of her pieces in person. And that's it, y'all. Sorry this episode is so short, but I just shared what I could find, like I said in the beginning, about this Georgia history journey. So moving forward, I will probably couple some of these together like I did in the previous episode so they are episode is longer and a little bit more media, but again any help you can provide in sharing some resources of some Georgians black Georgians who have contributed to the fashion industry my inbox is open and I am all ears and that's it guys thanks again for tuning into another episode of black fashion history if you loved what you heard and I know you did Make sure to subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcasting platforms and on all social media at Black Fashion History Podcast. Don't forget to visit us online at our website, blackfashionhistory.com. And of course, if you don't do any of that stuff, make sure to tune in again next week for another Black Fashion History installment. Bye-bye.